season two, episode 38. It is Patrick and I today. Clayton is unavailable. I believe he's coaching his high school football team, getting ready for their playoff game later this week. Um, as always, you can send in your questions for us. If you have any Blue Jays related info, get it into us for our episode next week. We are on Facebook, uh, Batflips Maple Dips on there, on Twitter and Instagram at BFMD Podcast. You can find us on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, and more. Thanks again for taking the time to listen to another episode. Uh, first of all, I know Patrick and I are um, anticipating. Uh, it is currently um, about 10 to 6 in Saskatchewan, so in about two hours, the Star Wars trailer will be released on Monday Night Football. And we are both anxiously awaiting that. Um, thoughts, predictions, Patrick, on the Star Wars trailer? I'm going to predict that the trailer is going to underwhelm because the first teaser or whatever definitely was like way too risky in what it showed. Mm. And I just don't think we're going to get anything juicy. I mean, I, I'll say this. Last time we got a Palpatine laugh, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if we see him for like a second, and that might be the biggest deal out of everything. Other than that, it's just going to be like we're, I think we'll figure out whether or not there's been a significant time jump, and then um, maybe one or two beats of some sort of blooming romance, and then montage of training, montage of training, Knights of Ren. Um, weird Raylo energy, and uh, I bet we hear the Luke Skywalker no one's ever really gone quote again. I just want to see uh, two things. I want to see uh, Lando flying the Falcon for a longer period of time than like a half a second in, from, from the original trailer. Oh, and I also yeah. want to yeah, see cc 3 po holding the bowcaster like they have him holding it in the in the poster. I want to see why he's got the why he's got Chewie's weapon. I'm curious. Maybe he's gonna get a little bit more badass and find the girl's spine. I have a question for you. Is there any character that you you really want to see? Uh, or and is there a character that you really don't want to see? So I I heard a I heard a rumor that. Uh, everyone's favorite rebel pilot wedge antilles may be back for this movie and i would be fully torqued if that were to happen because i that's one of my favorite star wars characters from the from the universe so i'm hoping he'll be in this one last i heard the guy who plays wedge antilles uh dennis lawson mm-hmm. who is actually ewan mcgregor's uncle yeah, which is which is wild. It's bananas. He he said he was not interested in doing uh, the Force Awakens. Uh, he it said that he had to decline due to scheduling conflicts. But there was also yeah, an interview yeah, yeah. that was circulating saying he wasn't interested because he he thought it would be lame to go back to the role. Uh, we got to hear his voice in Rogue One. Yeah. Uh, over the yeah over the intercom during the battle uh or at the sorry at the rebel base at the rebel the base yeah, yeah. yeah uh and then uh there was confirmation that dennis lawson is reprising his role he's and back that news that news dropped 
uh, way back in early October. I don't know. It's probably going to be like a small. I like how you said way back. That was like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. No, well, <laughs> it feels like that long. When there's no baseball for us to watch, like there's no game. Slowly. Like time passes really slowly. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the character that I really want to see come back is DJ. Benicio del Toro's character. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but I don't think he's coming back. I would be surprised the, if he did. And the character, I really don't care whether we see or not. Um, actually, I didn't think Maz Kanata really added anything to the movie. Oh, she'll be the back one, in this one, though. Yeah, I, I know, but I really wouldn't care if she did, does or doesn't. Right. Um, I love Lupita uh, Young. I don't know how to, if I've Nyong'o. Nyong'o. Um, I thought she was absolutely tremendous in uh, 12 Years as a Slave, and I want to see her do more stuff. Uh, But as an alien in Star Wars, I'm just kind of like, whatever. I don't really understand. Like, I understand why the character is in the movie. I just don't understand why you waste one of the best actresses of her generation on a completely CGI character. It just seems kind of dumb to me anyway whatever <laughs> let's go to let's talk baseball <laughs> yeah let's talk about baseball. so the alcs was crazy um it looked like the yankees were maybe going to force a game seven but then jose altuve had better ideas um that two out two run home run off of a hanging araldus chapman slatter he actually hung him one on the previous pitch too um that gave the astros a six to four walk-off win in the 10th inning um i was on the road curling this weekend, we were watching it in our hotel room. And after he threw him the first hanging slider and Altuve took it, I said, the next one's going out of the park if he throws it there again. And sure enough, kablam, he threw the same pitch. He hung it. Chapman looked like he couldn't believe that Altuve pulled that pitch, let alone pulled it to deep left center. Um, five foot six, 165 pounds. And he hit it to deep left center field. The, 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 dude's, the dude's incredible. Uh, any thoughts on that? The way that series ended? Uh, I'm not surprised at all. I said Houston in five. I ended up being wrong. I said Houston in six. Uh, yeah, you were correct. So we'll give you, we definitely give you top marks for that. Um, Jose Altuve, I think, might be the best positional player in the world right now because he is so unbelievably clutch. When the games matter and, and the game is on the line, there's... That's who you look to. Yeah. There's, no, there's nobody else. There's literally no other player on the planet you would rather have at that. <laughs> he's he's just so clutch. Mike Trout. It, uh, yeah, but I mean, he we, we haven't seen him enough in the playoffs. All right, Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Sweet> playoffs. Angels <laughs> are just trying to win a damn game. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I loved. There was one little. There was one picture that came off that walk-off that I wanted to become a meme so bad. And it was the look of Araldus Chapman yeah. with that, like, smile on his face. I, want, I, want that to be a, I wanted that to be a meme so bad. And I don't think we've gotten a lot of, of meme out of it so far. But It'll happen. Is there, yeah, like, I mean, I can't think of a pitcher I dislike more. Well, no, I can think of one pitcher I dislike more than Araldus <laughs> Chapman um, for... Both professional and personal reasons, uh, but 
we don't have to mention their name. Um, happy to see Chapman give up the home run. Happy to see the Yankees lose. Um, all that money wasted. And uh, okay. I hope they continue to waste their money and continue to not win. Excellent. Yeah, me too. So uh, World Series time. Washington, as we all predicted, um, at the Astros to start the World Series. Um, pitching matchups are going to be insane this this World Series. The potential for a bunch of gems or maybe a bunch of duds. I mean, game one, uh, two of the best pitchers in baseball, Garrett Cole up against Max Scherzer. I mean, you, you couldn't drop a better matchup um, for game one. And then you go to game two with Verlander versus Strasburg, and then you're like, okay, okay, surely you're done now. Then you have Zach Granke versus Patrick Corbin in game three. Like three pitchers who could be number one pitchers if they weren't on these teams anywhere else in the league. And we get them for maybe two times each this series if it goes the distance. Absolutely bananas that we could see uh, these matchups more than once. But Garrett Cole versus Max Scherzer, your thoughts on that one? Man, I don't know how anybody, <laughs> anybody's going to get anything going. Whoever whoever uh, gives up the first run, I think, it, it's it's going to be that tight of a game. Like, it's just going to be who blinks first. I yeah. think Max, Max Scherzer Max Scherzer is my favorite pitcher right now in Major League Baseball and has been for about five years. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying he's the best because I think Steven Strasburg is the best like overall from this past year, but Scherzer is so fucking good. He's just yeah. he's unhittable. He's just unhittable. I think he's got that nasty stuff. And he's just yeah. a fiery, he's a fiery competitor too. And that's like, you, you have to admire that about the guys Like he never wants to come out of the game ever. This is going to be a really nutty Game one, and I think it's honestly it's gonna be like one nothing, two one at, <laughs> at best, and almost watch like, it be um, uh, watch it be ten nine. <laughs> that'd be that'd be sick too. I mean, both these teams are so stacked. There's so much to talk about with, with yeah. both these teams. Cole versus Scherzer. You might as well flip a coin because they're both elite. They're the best of the best. Verlander, Strasburg. I actually think Strasburg will has the edge, and I think. Houston definitely has a better matchup. So I'm going to say coin flip game one, uh, Strasburg and the Nationals win game two. Game three is probably where the series is won and lost. Might be. Uh, I think Granke, Granke has not had a great playoffs, but neither has Patrick Corbin. They've both but, been kind of bad. Yeah, like I, I honestly think whoever wins game three is going to win it all and it's most it's mostly because i'm i'm very confident that the nationals will win game two no matter what mm. uh, so if you go coin flip game one it ends up being the nationals and then game they win game three well then they're up three nothing and that just doesn't seem feasible against this houston astros team so the first game is just so tight yeah it's going to be one of those series where we might look on back on this one as one of the best ever. Just going into it on paper, these two teams, they stack up so incredibly well. And I just feel like, I think if, if the Nationals can steal one of those games in Houston, they've got a really good chance because, again, it's, it's the 2-3-2 format. So games 3, 4, and 5 are all in Washington. 
not that I, I feel like home field advantage doesn't mean as much in baseball as it does in say like football or even hockey. Yeah. Um, but still, those home fans in Washington are going to be hungry. You know how badly those players want to win just to rub it in Bryce Harper's face. And I kind of, I kind of hope Washington wins just because of that fact. Um, do I think they will? I've, I think I've got the Astros in six here again. Um, I feel like that's just kind of their number this this season. They're not like good enough to to sweep people, but they're definitely good enough that they have they have the experience. Obviously, they've won a World Series a couple of years ago. Uh, they have that experience and adding Cole and Corbin to the to the team that basically won. Um, the World Series, and also a pitcher who we will not name at the back end of their bullpen, is it was pretty good too. Um, they've just got all of the right pieces, I think, to to win in six. Yeah, I mean, god damn, this is probably the best pitching match that we have seen in the World Series in recent memory. <laughs> I, I would say like decades, like maybe go back to like '88. Maybe before, maybe later than that, really, because like you're like if you look at these six pitchers, I would say you're looking at four of the top five for sure in Cole Scherzer, Verlander, and Strasburg, and then Granke and Corbin are probably top twenty. It's just I've never seen anything like this before. Even the the World Series that Atlanta made it managed to get into with Greg Maddox and Tom Glavin and John Smoltz. There's just, they, they played a Cleveland team that wasn't, I don't think they were really known for their pitching. Right. So like, I don't know. I mean, I always think back to 2001 as a really good World Series, the year that the D-backs beat the Yankees with like Schilling, Mussina, Randy Johnson, and yeah. Roger Clemens, right? They had some great pitching matchups there too. And obviously having Marion Rivera in the Yankee bullpen, um, but somehow the obviously the uh, the D-backs were able to win it on Randy Johnson's um, incredible <laughs> uh, incredible uh, back, I guess you could say. That's uh, that's Hall of Famer Randy Johnson and Hall of Famer Mike Mussina featuring and Hall of uh, Famer Kurt Schilling yeah. featuring <laughs> Kurt Schilling and oh, Roger Clemens. Nobody and also cares. Andy, also Andy Pettit. <laughs> and yeah, is Andy Pettit in? This was his fir- this was his first year of voting. I don't think he got in. Did he get? Yeah, he must have gotten. He got enough votes to stick around. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm looking it up now. I'm just stall while I try to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> I know, like um. Uh, this makes for really shitty radio. You're trying to. I'm trying desperately trying to find. <laughs> what his voter percentage was and i can't find it oh my god that's so annoying um, this makes for really bad radio he got 9.9 percent yeah you have to get yeah, five so, I mean, like, to stick around yeah i feel like andy pettit's gonna be one of those guys who takes like 12 years. years yeah or yeah like 10 10 years but he has 256 career wins era lifetime of 3.85 uh, out of 521 starts, uh, almost 2,500 strikeouts. I mean, he, <laughs> he never won the Cy Young. I don't think so, but we should we should talk about the current year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
segue. Um, so edge, who are you giving the edge to in terms of rotation? Who's the who's got the better rotation right now? Washington. Hmm. I I'm having a hard time disagreeing with you. I mean, and don't forget, like in in game four, they can throw out Anibal Sanchez if they want to too. And he almost threw a no hitter in game one of the NLD or the NLCS. And that's another thing is like I think Washington it has a much deeper uh, set of pitchers, uh, top to bottom. That if they have to go to someone in Game Four just to give shirt or like uh, yeah, shirt like rest, if they if they are up two to one, they probably go to Sanchez. Yeah, because it's an easy that's an easy management decision because then yeah. you come back then with you have your guys five, fresh. Five six, five, seven, six, five, six, seven, Scherzer, Strasburg, and Corbin. then Corbin. And then uh, if you're starting Max Scherzer in game five, you get away from the Scherzer versus Cole matchup because it's likely going to be Scherzer versus Verlander. And then you get Strasburg versus Granke yeah. in game six, and that is juicy. I mean, we saw the, the Yankees and Astros do a bullpen game in the ALCS. So that that could ha- that could be a thing here too. You never know. Yeah, honestly, like it's gonna be very interesting to see the mind games that come with all, <laughs> all the like the starts after Game Three because yeah, there could be a bullpen day. I mean, if you're up two one, if you if you're not Washington, because I mean Washington, it's easy if they're up two one, you put Sanchez out there. Yeah. And if you can steal a game, well, then you're probably going to win the World Series. Probably. But, but if if you're Houston and you're up 2-1 for going into game four, you're starting Garrett Cole, period. Probably. Because you want to you wanna have your boot to the throat yeah. of your opponent by winning that, that game four. Cause That's then why I say Astros in six. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the Washington Nationals are going to win the World Series, and it's going to be in... Five games. I think Houston are going to choke. Interesting. Because there's just way too much firepower on that mound. And they've right. got the, the deeper... Hey, they could even end up converting Sanchez to a long relief role. Yeah, it's possible. Like, there's just so, so many different options. They're too deep. So we're both giving rotation edge to Washington. Um, yeah. let's, talk about the, let's talk about the hitters now. I mean... You you look at both of these lineups, tough to find a hole until you get down to say the, the eighth and ninth spot where they have their their catcher. <laughs> um, yeah. And don't forget too, these there's gonna be three games in a National League ballpark, which means three games of Houston pitchers having to bat. So that's also gonna be a factor here too. Yeah, well, they I mean, deploy their full complement of, of hitters, and then they might lose a guy like uh, Jordan Alvarez will not be the DH in. Uh, in Washington. Yeah, that's true. I I think like I don't know if the park is really gonna make a big difference. But then again, like Nationals Park is more of a hitters park. Mm-hmm. And then I don't really know what kind of reputation Houston has. It's a home run park too. Yeah. Oh, well for that's sure. I think it's really interesting because I I would give Houston the edge in terms of lineup. I would too. Uh, like Springer, Altuve, Brantley, Bregman, and then Yuli in, in the five hole, and then Carlos Correa and Jordan Alvarez. Whoa. Yeah, it's just like Jesus. They're they're top it, seven. They can all hit all runs. <laughs> any any three of those guys would be a one two three and on you know other teams. Yeah. 
Except maybe Yuli. I don't know if Yuli really has. I mean, he's a power hitter, and it works yep. in Houston, but I don't know if it would work anywhere else. But, like, that being said, we, we can't just stick our nose up at Juan Soto, Howie Kendrick, Ryan Zimmerman. That's Anthony Rendon has legitimate MVP case. Yep. Uh, Trey Turner is an excellent leadoff hitter. Yeah. I just don't uh, – man, it's just – it's tight, but I would give the edge to Houston just because uh, I think Jose, Jose Altuve is the best player – on the planet right now and i just think he's super clutch man i just would i would not i wouldn't pitch to him the entire world series yeah, i would throw I'm, nothing but junk i'm giving the edge to houston in in terms of the offense to uh bullpens both of these bullpens i mean washington has obviously played less games because they swept the cardinals away um so their bullpens coming in fully rested Houston's, I mean, they should be rested. They're bullpen guys. They should be left for the next day. Um, what do you think about these bullpens? Uh, to be honest, I don't know very much about Washington's bullpen. I would say that Washington, because they have so much depth with their their starting, someone like Anibal Sanchez can pitch out of the bullpen. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. it's not ideal, but if you're up, you know, if you're up three wins to one and he hasn't started yet or minimal starts or whatever. Cause I think if they go up, if they're up like eight, one and Sanchez has pitched like three innings, you could always, you don't have to stretch him. You could save him and then yeah. throw out your long relievers and then have Sanchez. Pick, Cause you would rather have the better quality pitcher and, and use your long reliever to eat up those innings. Because if you're up like eight to one, you can, you you can pitch a certain style that doesn't really require you to use, like, your best pitcher, if right. that makes sense. Yeah, I get that. So, like, again, I, I feel like it's more a question of which team is going to get the most out of all of their starters, and I still think it's Washington. But that being said, Houston does have a very strong bullpen. Um, and in, if you don't take into account what I just described, the the strategy – Houston probably does have the slightly better bullpen, but I just think Washington has way better pitching, like overall top to bottom. No disrespect to, you know, Garrett Cole or anyone like, it's just like, they're just, I, it's, it's all about Sanchez in that fourth spot. Fair enough. I think this series is going to come down to the bullpens. That's going to be what decides it for me. It's whichever team's bullpen doesn't blow a lead. I think, um, There'll be at least one blown save in this World Series, and that's and whoever's whichever team blows the save is going to be the team that loses the World Series. Oof, that is a spicy take like that. I think it's going to be Daniel Hudson who blows a save. Oh <laughs> no! Don't bring that. Juju. Blue Jays, Blue Jays legend Daniel Hudson. That's right. Um, don't you forget it. <laughs> and Blue Jays legend and a newly minted father. Yeah, true that he's got dad strength now. Watch he does. Out. Yeah, you never know. I, I just feel like um, if someone's going to crack, it might be him, just based on what we saw when he was a Blue Jay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure how he became the closer in Washington, but, I mean, good on him. Uh, give him props for that. But, uh, no. Um, so you're, you're going with Washington in five, and I'm going with Houston in six. I'm sure if Clayton were here, he'd pick somebody in seven just to be spicy. <laughs> yeah uh, to be honest with you i'm just like 
Washington and five is so ridiculous. I just, I don't think, I'm just trying to pick something that's. Hey, I said Boston and five last year and everybody laughed at me. Yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to pick something that's maybe a little bit, you know, a little spicier, a little sexier, a little, a little fresher. It's Cause yeah. I think it's, it's boring for me to say, Oh, well, Washington and seven. I would love to see Washington win just because of the whole Bryce Harper thing. But I also wouldn't hate to see Houston win because, A, I, I like Jose Altuve, I like Alex Bregman, um, Justin Verlander, Garrett Cole. They've got, a, they've got a bunch of a bunch of dudes on that team I wouldn't hate to see win. I mean, Garrett Cole deserves a World Series. He wasted away in Pittsburgh for a bunch of years. Um, Zach Granke probably deserves another one, too, or a World Series as well. Can, um, we, can we agree, <laughs> though, that everybody – wins because this is one of the best matchups that we've seen in a long time yeah. the pitching baseball fans win <laughs> i love that isn't it kind of it's kind of weird though um i was just thinking about this like houston made it to the big dance in 2017 and they squeezed out the win against the dodgers are the 2019 nationals better than the 2017 dodgers yes yes they don't have a better manager. I think Dave Roberts is the better manager, but I don't know, man. This is this is fixing to be one for the books, I think. I would have to agree, but uh, on that note, I think we should probably wrap this one up so that uh, we can go wait, await the Star Wars trailer. <laughs> yeah. Keep hitting that F5 on your browsers. Oh, I'm just going to turn on Monday Night Football. The game starts right away, so I'll just be watching it so I can see it live. Yeah, that's but, true. Uh, we should say one thing before we go, which is sure. that we are going to be doing that big episode that we talked about. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be doing an episode where we grade all the pitchers. It's going to be a big, fat, juicy episode. Um, but it's probably going to come next week because we really want to take the time to prepare. Mega so, spicy. Yeah, you're getting uh, you're getting a little taste of something before the World Series starts today. Uh, or tomorrow. Well, today you'll be hearing this. It'll be today. <laughs> For us, it is tomorrow. In the meantime, um, any final thoughts, Justin? No, I just uh, I just want to have see everybody have fun and hope nobody gets hurt. Yeah, bye. <laughs> That's. I mean, all right. Yeah, <laughs> for uh, for Patrick, uh, I'm Justin signing off. Episode 38 of season two of BFMD. Again, Twitter at BFMD Podcast. Follow us on there because we don't talk anywhere else. Um, Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, and more. Thanks again for listening. Send us in any questions or comments you have about the Blue Jays pitching staff. I'll be happy to discuss them live next week. Uh, talk to you guys soon.